How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listening highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. So much going on in and around the city, in and about the city. Uh, lots of stuff in the news. What can we say? What can't we say? Uh, Dean, people say to me all the time. What do they say to you, Sandra? They say, say, say what you want. I don't know. I'm dozy right now. You don't <laughs> even know that song. Singing? Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Thank you. Is that what that is? Thank you. Uh, well, you know what? I'm I'm ready to do some radio. I, I bicycled in today. I got you're feeling full fresh. of fresh air. Yeah, your hair shows. It's nice just, in the morning. You're yeah. against the wind. I'm a you fresh young boy today. Yeah, you stopped some. Leslieville mosquitoes. I did. Yeah, I got smoked in the face by a couple of mm. bugs on the wind, but that's all part of the... Well, it's nice the city we're getting back to a little back-to-school-ish routine kind of stuff. See what's going on. Yeah. Kind of crazies come out of the woodwork. Um, we have a good day today. Speaking of crazy, I'm feeling it right now, but we have a very good... I say this every week. Yeah. We have <laughs> a that really it's good? good show. Here's a couple of fellas. Welcome back. Barry Taylor. Woo! Barry. What's going Wow, look at that round of applause. Co-founder yeah. of Comedy Records. And it's Canada's first and only record label dedicated solely to stand-up and sketch comedy albums. Yeah, We know Barry because he used to work here at the Chorus. I did. Putting us chorus. into the Chorus. And you're even a touring comic and you've been on uh, club and festival stages uh, everywhere, like Comedy Network and Much Music, MTV. Wow, look at you, you big fancy guy. And your regular appearances on Sirius XM. Welcome, Barry Taylor. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Danny Polishuk. Yes. You're a comedian, writer, filmmaker. You were also at JFL 42, which of course is coming around the corner here in Toronto. North by Northeast, a lot of other letters going on here. Um, <laughs> and um, interesting stuff going on around you. Indeed. Looking forward to talking to you, Danny Polishuk. He's a he's a bringer of controversy I am. lately. Yes, two, two times in six months. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> what really, happened? Well, I, did, did you know the Filth City, like the Rob Ford movie? Yes, that was also me. Yeah, you you was, need attention. So Ford quiet. Nation was all over him for that one, yeah. and then uh, they were as, not a fan. Yeah, they were not a fan. And Dougie's going to run again. But then now, uh, as we'll talk, like he's going to run me over again. He's going to. Did you? He, he, he threatened to run me over with his car. That's what his threat was. Yeah. Oh my. He said he wouldn't stop in the streets if we were crossing the road. Oh. Who said hmm. that? Doug Ford. Yeah. So I guess next time you're Mayor in Etobicoke buying dime bags, <laughs> <laughs> then you have to look out for one of the Fords. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's about it. That's, I only wow. know what one of them looks like. There's like a dozen of them. They all have just that big <laughs> so square that, So Danny, head. that would be one. That would be one. And two is uh, more recently, just a, a show you're producing mm -hmm. uh, at Comedy Bar. Yeah. And the name of the show of offended some folk. Yes. And um, they called into the comedy bar and yes. said, like, don't do this show. Well, they called in and they said that the producer, me, was associating with neo-Nazis and that they shouldn't put the show on. And, and um, you're a little bit Jewish. I'm to the max. Yeah. Jew to the max. <laughs> 100%. Yes. But that doesn't matter because you could still be anti-Semite. I could be an anti-Semite, but I don't think I could be an actual, like, Nazi. 
Okay. Those Got are yeah. pretty. So clear. Like that's an oil and water kind of thing. Yeah. You, you pick your side on that one. They're Absolutely. still very picky with membership. Yes. <laughs> down at the Nazi club. Yeah, Jesus. you know what? The Jews won't take the Nazis. The Nazis won't take the Jews. And Same old, right? Yeah. And then I'm just straddling the fence. So what was the... I just read the story. So what was the end result now? So that your show was... Ca- okay, so people- got, Someone broke the locks of the venue. Right. Uh, that was horrible. Yeah, that was really ridiculous. And then, so the show got canceled. And then uh, now we're currently hoping to reboot the show November 11th, if I can find a venue. Okay. Yeah. They can't do it at Comedy Bar? Uh, they can do it at Comedy Bar. Not that I think he would want to, but also because of this whole thing, like a lot more people want to come to the show. It's a charity show as well. That's yes. the craziest part. It's a charity show that got canceled. What's charity? The Canadian Civil Liberties Association. It's like the... And what's the name of the show? It was called the Free Speech Comedy Show. It was a kind of tongue-in-cheek jab at these anti-fascist protesters who mm-hmm. were behaving like actual fascists. So, mm-hmm. And then proved it all the way by doing that, <laughs> you know, which is insane because it was a fundraiser. That's the funniest part. Like, And there was somebody who kind of spearheaded this whole movement against your show right yeah uh, sort oh. of social media kevin metcalf yeah oh well, and that's... so he got this thing canceled and in a really abrasive way i mean he's damaged property damaged private property right and the whole thing it turned out was a fundraiser show to begin with which there you is, go. i had no idea or... we're, we're gonna hear about it to be a fundraiser it was always a fundraiser that's what I mean. like, and he just goes <laughs> so, shut it down and then let's oh, hear it's about a fundraiser. this yeah. sounds like a beauty danny polishuk barry taylor also here and dean young on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> Inside Jokes, where we get behind the joke and behind the situation of the situation. There was a situation. We were talking here with uh, Barry Taylor and Danny Polishuk, and Danny had a show. It was a fundraiser, and um, it was for free speech. Yeah. And then because of that. I mean, it wasn't for free speech because every comedy show is a free speech comedy yes, show. There's no yeah. such thing as like a not free speech comedy <laughs> show. It was a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. And then the people who, some people just went nuclear and just were like, we got to shut this down. We don't want charities getting money and people enjoying themselves. <laughs> no funny around Sounds like here. communism to me. Flash dance. Now, Barry Taylor. Yeah. Label guy. Comedy label guy. Your former radio guy. That's yeah. how I know you. Yep. Now you're a comedy label guy. How does the censorship situation affect pressing albums? Uh, it doesn't. We We can press whatever we want. That's... That's oh, all right. Okay, there you yeah. Go. I mean, maybe <laughs> must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We can. I mean, uh, myself and Tim Golden run the company, so we mm-hmm. can. We've just got to answer to ourselves, really. So we're we're you know we're doing what we want to do. It's all right. I mean, might not get played on the radio, which isn't good. But other than that, we just. What is it for spoken word? Is it obviously um, swear words cannot be said. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, on well, uh, a lot of our uh, plays are on like, uh, you know, Apple Music or Spotify and mm-hmm. Pandora and anything goes on that. Satellite radio, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah, very good. Uh, just flipping back to Danny now, because um, sure. I just remembered the name, Kevin Metcalf. Yes. So what happened there? 
I'm he, all over the so place. he oh, was yeah. one of the people involved with the protest at Ryerson that got the talk at Ryerson shut mm -hmm. down, which is where this my comedy, the idea for my comedy show came from, because there was this free speech talk at Ryerson that got shut down, which was like kind of ironic. And then uh, <laughs> so he was one of the protesters. And then I guess he caught wind of my show and he was triggered by the poster. He was like, oh, he called it a fascist friendly comedy show, <laughs> which is like just like really insane stuff. Like yeah. even just, just just that string of words together is yeah. like mental. But so he, he was like, everybody like go voice your displeasure. And then so the phone calls started coming in and people were calling in like not knowing what they were complaining about. They were just told to complain and they're like so quick to act that they were like, yes, Kevin Metcalf. I imagine that's how they all talk is one of those like, <laughs> culty drones. Culty but, drones. <laughs> but so they're like, yes. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, and they called and then Gary from Comedy Bar who helped, uh, like handled the whole thing really well yeah uh, i think but so he called me he's like what's going on and i'm like it's just like a charity show i'm like i just i, I don't know and then uh and then he's like okay it's fine he's like i'll just call them all back and then when he went to the comedy bar the locks were broken and that's know. too bad which is so insane because there's this thing happening now where you know the sort of alt-right extreme that they're protesting against they're acting that way themselves so there's no middle ground. There's no conversation anymore. It's, super it's just the same tactic. Not only that, too, is Kevin. So Kevin Metcalf is the PR guy for the Canadian Journalist for Free Expression yeah. charity, which is like literally that was the second, that was the next charity that I was going to give the money to if it wasn't for the CCLA. It was between the two of them, which is like super ironic that he set up a uh, GoFundMe to pay for the locks of the comedy bar oh, because wow. he felt guilty, I guess, even though he was like, I had nothing to do with it. It's not my fault. But then he still went and set up the GoFundMe. For, uh, to get the $425 for the locks, but any money above the $425 was then going to be split between his organization and the CCLA. Yeah. So he's actually like making money off of this, which is really crazy. And Ezra Levant went in on him, like made this whole video about he how he did he broke the locks to get. It was really crazy. Wow. Yeah, Ezra Levant went in on me, on, in on me and him really hard because well, in my description I said like Ezra Levant sucks in yeah. the description <laughs> of the actual comedy show yeah <laughs> just, who's that who's that's rule event the rebel media guy yeah um, just most hated person in the world <laughs> right right well and the insane thing it was kind of a good example of people not being able to speak their point eloquently or with any point at all in real life right mm -hmm. everything blows up on social media because everybody is so brave yeah and so on top of the soapbox when they're sitting at home behind the computer and they had Kevin Metcalf, like City did that piece yes, on yeah. it. And you could tell they put the camera on Kevin Metcalf, right? They talked to Danny and then they talked to Kevin Metcalf. He was not prepared at all to to defend his position or even have one. He like, didn't have he, a position. He couldn't explain it at all. He was completely caught off guard. And I feel like that was the only reason he I mean, even he started to go fund But he couldn't have been that caught off guard. They called him and be like, hey, do you want to do a TV interview? And yeah. he was like, sure. It's it's like, like we'll be there in half an hour. Like he wasn't he had time to think about it. It's just there was no defense of his position. No, he didn't have one. He's like an angry fourteen year old at a computer. Hmm. And it's yeah. you know, it's it's a lot different when it's real life and you're shutting down A, a show that was supposed to be about what you actually stand for and was a fundraiser, and now you're using tactics like actually damaging the property of, of a comedy club. You well, know? let's learn more about the fear behind this and what it's really about. As we crack the code here on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio AM 640. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Akeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. 
Happy, happy days. Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Thanks to Hakeem Optical uh, for helping us see all things comedy here. Uh, we're always so appreciative for um, uh, sponsoring the show and making it happen. Look at us. All it's insightful. Seeing comedy more clearly. <laughs> we're having an insightful conversation with Dan Polishuk. Danny, are we on Dan terms or just Danny? Uh, you call me Dan. Nobody Danny. knows. I don't think right, that's Danny. the first time. Yeah, no, that's no, first How about Bear? Barry? Bear's way cooler. Bear, yeah, sure. Bear. <laughs> you look like a bear. Bear, bear Taylor. Oh, thank you. All right. From Comedy Records. Um, so Danny kind of put a show together that was in good intent. But before yeah. the show even happened, before people even heard anything, there was an, a rough off about um, free speech. Yes. Which makes me laugh because it didn't even happen yet. Yeah. Nobody even knew what you were going to talk about. No, but they they thought there was going to be a lot of hailing Hitler and just, you know, standard comedy stuff. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> no, I know. It's so Like, funny. that's what they thought was going to happen. Like, a no. really professional I said on the news. Like, they thought they were, like, stopping a Nazi gathering. Yeah. Like, they actually, that's what they what thought. What gave them that impression? Uh, just anything you'd read about me online. Uh, no, it was because they're crazy because they li- jumped the gun. Like literally, if you click on the description, it was the poster because my poster was making fun of their poster. So then they're like, I must be a Nazi because they stop Nazis. And but like Nazis uh, don't have good senses of humor, first off. Yeah. Uh, and then also, if you click on the description of the event on Facebook, it was like disavowing. Like it was like, if you are a Nazi, do not come to this. If you're white supremacist, it's like, go kill yourself. Like all this stuff. But nobody decided to click on the thing. They just saw the poster and then they're like activate oh my oh yeah so we're um getting a little sensitive these days in and around this society thing you should really ham it up for like the redo like the actual show when you bring it back yeah it's like if you are offended easily you should not see this show and i'll just load the poster up <laughs> yeah. with great stuff like oh, that yeah. that'd go yeah. over great see and her. then i'd be worried about just saying what i was saying there because it's like you're allowing him to free like people say whatever they want you know what i mean then yeah. it's like you can't say that about that. Well, that. and as soon as we lose the ability to actually have a conversation, then there's that's free speech out the window anyways. And I mean, not to get on the high horse, but isn't comedy really the only art form left where you yeah. can do that, where but, we're supposed to have no like, filter like in countries with no free speech, they don't have comedy. Yeah, exactly. That's the first right. thing. Like, like my parents are from Ru- like Russia, like escaped communism or whatever. And it's like, it's like they don't have, they don't have comedy there. And like when I explained this whole thing, my dad was like, it sounds like you're dealing with commies, and they are. Yeah. Like the guy Kevin Metcalf is like a, a like a vowed communist. He's like yeah. he calls everybody comrade, and he's like he's an actual communist. <laughs> like that's his like political party affiliation. Yeah. I was actually reading this book a while ago. I think it was called Deadliest Joke, and it was about like when when the Nazi Party took over in Germany. That was actually one of the first things they did was they had these comedy clubs, like these vaudeville Every, clubs. Everyone they went around sweeping them and shutting Every them down. Every fascist communist regime, yeah. first thing they do. So that's what Kevin Metcalf's trying to do here and tr- turn nice. the tables on him. Oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't get into power. Would not be good for me. Barry, what do you think about this? Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What insight. Yeah. Huge soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. Barry doesn't. Uh... What do you think about this free speech? Like, okay, I understand <laughs> if they had good cause to think you were anti-Semitic comments were going to be made. Yeah. I, th- I agree. I mean, with I've that. made anti-Semitic comments jokingly before, in a like a comedy show. And did people get offended? Maybe. It's not the point. Okay. I mean, people laughed. All right. Well, Barry mentioned uh, Tim Golden, who he runs comedy records with. That's a great example of a comic. Like, you know, if you're in Toronto, if you've never had a chance to actually see Tim Golden on stage, 
he doesn't have much of a filter. Like he just gets up there and exactly whatever's on his mind. And it's fantastic to watch because that's what stand up is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And you watch him just like kind of grab an entire audience by the throat. And some, sometimes people aren't with him, you know, but it's he's a brilliant comic that way. And I mean, yeah, that's supposed to be the whole point of the thing. But Barry's kind of like the man in the high castle. All this stuff is going on and he's just like in the shadows releasing comedy albums. <laughs> yeah. Say whatever. What else were you doing in the shadows? Were we allowed to talk about no. the uh, Junos? Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's talk about the Junos. Come on, so Juno Barry. for comedy now. It's what? great. What? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a real award for it's comedy. About freaking time. How many years were we at this, folks? You folks? I think the last... Um, we've been right? We, yeah, 84 was the last time there was a comedy award. Wow. And then it shut in the down. In the Junos. In the Junos. Who's the last winner of the... I think it was Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and they're think. back. So here we go. They're, it's full they're probably okay. going to win the 2018 so, right, Junos. Yeah. Just... Barry, uh, why did they remove it at that time? Do we know? I think a lot of it had to do... There just weren't that many comedy albums coming out. And then... Which... Seems about right because when we the whole raising comedy records started is because there was nowhere to distribute comedy albums, so then that's why we started. And then this mm-hmm. thing called Sound Exchange came out about four years after we started, and everyone lost their gosh darn mind. Okay, what is it? It's you can win you comedians or people, anyone who puts out an album and gets play on uh, satellite radio can make decent money, good mm-hmm. money for streaming royalties. So uh, that got a lot of people interested in comedy albums, Mm -hmm. comedians specifically. Mm -hmm. And then that sort of got this uh, resurgence going. So then you guys went to the Juno people and said... "Um." Yeah, there was a... There was a a campaign put together by Ben Miner and Mark Forward Mm -hmm. and... Graham Clark. I Graham Clark. Right. Yeah. Those three did a lot of work and put together a great present, uh, great sort of proposal. And the Juno people took note. And then it's been going on for a couple of years now. Yeah. Though, uh, and what's the category's name? I'm going to go with comedy. Yes, comedy album <laughs> of the year. Well, we're just talking to Barry Taylor from Comedy Records and um, Danny Polishuk and, of course, Dean Young. And we'll learn more about all of this fabulousness happening comedy in this country on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. So this is Inside Jokes. I'm Sandra Carusi. Uh, Dean you Young. Hi. Danny Polshuk. Hello. This guy over here, Barry Taylor. And what we'd be talking about is how um, for decades, the Junos uh, did not acknowledge comedy as a genre uh, worthy of an album. Although the art form of comedy is probably what puts Canada on the map internationally more than anything. And yes, music is up there. Don't freak out. But ever since Alanis left us, I don't know. Well, and I think like... (laughs) Comedy is more is more natural to us. That's we've always produced a lot of comedy. But I think this Juno's category, there's a the big point that could be made there is in Canada we're able to sort of like cultivate a following for bands that are huge just in Canada, right? Like we have our Tragically Hips and our Sloans and okay, whatever you can okay. name countless ones, right? right? That just have an audience here in Canada. It's kind of well, why can't we do that with comedy? I mean, you're not going to be rich, obviously, and there's 
you know, 35 yeah. million people here, but you can have a following for Canadian comics from coast to coast here. I think Very the Junos f- thing could be a big part of that. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. What do you, th- yeah. What do you think is going to come of it? Um, I think it's just sort of the first step of comedy being validated mm-hmm. for, uh, in this country. I get, I mean, you know, the comedy is just ignored in general when it comes mm-hmm. to grants and mm-hmm. everything in this yeah. country. So it, the Juno, you know, the Juno Awards are what they are, and they're a great thing. But just the fact that that comedy is being acknowledged as something that's on par artistically with music, or uh, I don't know what other Junos there are, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Margaret Atwood novels. It's yeah. just cool. It's oh, just a, it's a, a good book. I mean, if we're <laughs> yeah. if the Juno is sort of the standard for released audio. It's just cool that comedy's included in that now. Yeah, because I mean, for and I, you know, the amount of Canadians that probably watch the Junos, but it's a chance for at least those audiences to go. And I'll just use Graham Clark as an example because we mentioned him because he was part of this campaign. To do this, let's say Graham Clark Clark gets a Juno for his album, right? And then mm-hmm. that's a chance for people at home watching to go. I have no idea who that is. Now they're going to go and seek out this person because, well, if they want a Juno, they must be mm-hmm. somebody, right? So it's just yeah. a form of exposure for all these comics who are already around doing this, but there's just no way for Canadian audiences it's, to know that. Yeah. Well, it's a first step, of course, behind the scenes. We've talked about it before. A group of us, uh, Barry's included, uh, are getting together to help uh, comedy be deemed art in the country. It's not deemed art, which is in reference to what Barry was saying, a lot of comedians can't get grant money because of that. So there's some of us working towards that and a few other things. So I think as a genre, it's nice when you get together as a community and really um, start talking and get together, we could actually do something like just, what you guys yeah, did. Even just for it to be on par with other art forms in the country. Mm-hmm. You know? Like maybe some people listening will hear it and be like, why are we giving grant money to comedy? Hey, but why are we there's a there's a legit there's a grant for drum circles. There's <laughs> yeah. a there's a grant <laughs> yeah. for drum circles in this country and comedy can't even get anything. That money goes towards buying pipes. Drum yeah. circles. <laughs> no, but you know what? Name when me it, your favorite drum circle artist. Oh, I don't know, Barry. <laughs> That's a whole nother show. Yeah, really gonna no, put us on the spot here, yeah. huh? Put us on the spot. No, but good point on that. And you know, and the irony there is like, you know, as soon as one of our you know, or Howie Mandel's Jim Carrey or Russell Peters goes anywhere internationally. It's, oh, there's our Canadian boy. You right. know what? We uh, we have to do a lot more than that to be claiming mm. someone as Canadian. They, a lot of them had to go overseas to get their success, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'd maybe like, I mean, the drum circles thing is a good example, but maybe part of that too is actually finally recognizing that comedy is such a huge part of our national culture, right? Because it really is. Like you can yeah. name countless people since the beginning of comedy really that have come that have been born and bred in Canada like big blockbuster people but we do we have that boomerang effect we talk about this all time on the show where once they make it in the states then we take ownership of them right you know what it's also economies of scale yeah okay it's also they just have 10 times people 10 times the people Mm -hmm. so are we really ignoring comedy I don't know like you know regardless anyway it's getting better now that we actually have a category in the Junos it's sad it's one category you know, we're like, wow, one category probably should be five it's to sketch ten. Sketch and stand up in the same category, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. everything. Uh, but there, I mean, the the just one thing I wanted to add quick. Can I just pre congratulate oh, yeah. Ron Sparks for winning the twenty eighteen <laughs> <Yeah. Juno? laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have best of album okay. that's coming out. Uh, greatest hits. Barry, 
Just uh, there's some people like Joel Carrier who runs Dine Alone Records, and uh, we work with them. But they've he's been really championing this and working on this for a couple years now, and uh, behind the scenes, and uh, just want to make sure he gets some recognition because there there's a ton of people that have been working on this for a number of years now, and uh, it's just. It's a, it's a group thing, and, and it's cool that everything's coming together. We're just talking to Barry Taylor from Comedy Records, and uh, Danny Poloshek is here, too. We're talking about um, that the Junos now have a category, Comedy Album of the Year, so we're looking forward. That's sponsored by SiriusXM. A lot of people, um, Barry was mentioning, were behind that, so that just moved our genre one step ahead uh, in the country, maybe towards being in our form. Uh, we'll talk more on that on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional. Inside Jokes also brought to you by Against the Grain Urban Tavern, feeding us for a long time. <laughs> and our friend Holly Garby Penny yes. at Bosley Real Estate. Bosley Real Estate. And if you want to go see a beautiful Holly Garby Penny listing, you better put on your Hakeem Optical glasses. We've done it. Your eyes can have it all. Thank you. <laughs> was that that was the best we're, plug of We're all talking time. Barry Taylor and Danny Polshuk. Welcome back. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, Thanks that, that would cue you. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. you. Um, we're talking about a lot of different things, maybe censorship, maybe not so much. Maybe um, we lost the ability to have an actual conversation, like even um, amongst friends, I guess, because then once you do allow it amongst friends, then it just becomes okay beyond that. So we have to watch ourselves now, right? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. No, I yeah. don't think so. Like, not in comedy. Like, you know, obviously on this show, there's rules that are set forth by like the whatever CRTC. CRTC but yeah. like a stand-up comedy night on like 11 p.m. on a Saturday night, I think you should be able to say. Because the thing is, like, if you say something horrible, you bomb. Like, Ex- people yes. let you know instantly that what yeah. you said sucks. That's a great point because I feel like we have a really horrible habit lately of policing ourselves and not trusting an audience to decide for themselves before the thing even starts like that's how comedy works if you go up there with a hack premise and you're like i'm just going to be offensive just for the that fat's going to fall off the bone audiences aren't dumb they're going to let if something tanks and you had no reason to talk about that thing in the first place if there's nothing behind it you're going to just eat it up there like the audience will decide for you that's the whole point of comedy it's like the most organic live natural thing right Plus, if you want to say something like truly vile, like you will definitely know like more so than just hmm. bombing. Yeah. Like, if you want to be like really horrible, like, you know, people will voice their displeasure on the spot, you know. I think, too, it's how we define censorship, like something. OK, there's things that I might find distasteful, but should not be censored. And then there's mainstream, a threshold of what should be censored or not. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what do we know that to be true? What what is, should be censored? I think hate anything hey absolutely hate yeah like you know anything that's like inciting violence against people Mm -hmm. like i'm against i mean it's a really true because it's like it just depends on who you talk to you know it's like everybody i think has a different threshold for that so everybody Mm -hmm. thinks like a different there's a different level of censorship required obviously like Mm -hmm. you know some people think it's like there should be like heavy censorship other people think it should be like you know there's some people think there should be none and there's probably somewhere in between Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah. Yeah, because you can't really cater to every possible taste in the room. I think, like Danny said, like if you walk into a comedy show at 11 p.m. at a comedy club, you went there on purpose. You know what world you're entering, you know, and the show is set up for you in that way. But you you have to you walked into a comedy show for a reason. So it's not going to be completely tailored to you. Mm -hmm. And I think the second we start trying to placate to that, we start losing everything that comedy is about. All right. Like, let let me lighten this up. Yeah. (laughs) Danny, what's the funniest thing happened on the road? Funniest thing that's happened on the road. Oh, man. I don't have. I'm not a really crazy guy. I don't have a lot of. (laughs) How about you, Barry? Any fun story? Comic, anything about a comic you want to tell us? It's just a funny behind-the-scenes look. Oh man, you know you deal uh, with a lot of comics making records and albums, and yeah, nobody wants to speak. What's Who wrong? Who do I want to throw under the bus right now? Yeah, oh, that's man. what it comes down to, Danny. All my like road stories are just so sad. It's like you literally like <laughs> you get promised some show oh. and you show up and there's a dozen people there and then you're just like. I realized I was in Winnipeg last week and I realized there might not be anything sadder than eating a Big Mac meal in your hotel room alone. (laughs) Yeah. In Winnipeg. Just, yeah, yeah, anywhere. Just eating a Big Mac meal (laughs) alone in a hotel room. Because you got to sit on the bed, you know, and you're just like, ah. Corner of the bed. God. That's a precursor to a lot of, like. (laughs) That was just, that that hit me last week. at 11 kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like. Anything happens after that. It lot starts of, with that. A lot of reevaluating afterwards. <laughs> Just, well, where did this, how did we get here? How did we get here? That's, it starts with a Big Mac in a hotel room. Yeah. yeah. Two, reevaluate. Get the hell off of social media because it's not, you got nothing to contribute We to all that start point. there, don't we? Don't we all start with, okay, this is how I'm going to change my life. I'm going to do less on social media. Yeah. And um, that never goes anywhere. And then we all want to eat more veggies. I yeah. don't know what's happened to us. Well, in We're comedy, it's impossible, too. You what? end up living on there, like Facebook and Twitter and everything. Yeah, I try and... I You're good at it, though. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, like, I've scaled back quite a bit. It's yeah. just too much. It's too anxiety-inducing. Yeah. Danny, like, oh. I use social media quite a bit just because I think it's just a beneficial tool, tool comedically, yeah. but I would love to not use it for sure yeah it's honestly and i like i was hanging out with my a bunch of my friends who were like not in entertainment on the weekend and it's like all this stuff it's like they don't know any of it like, yeah. like i was talking about and yes. they're like they live in a different world than i do and yes. it's not because they don't use social media but i think it's because like they don't have to they just they're it. all just like sharing baby photos and stuff and like their lives are all just like babies and like they don't care what's going on and i'm like yeah. oh man i'm like i need to get into this like <laughs> Just they don't know bubble. anything. If, yeah, this bubble yeah. where it's just like I told them about it and they're like they're they're like, Oh, I haven't heard anything and like it was just amazing. It's so true. Like I I went and saw my family a couple weeks ago and it was the same thing. It's like everybody's just in their like happy Zone. insular world. And I'm like, Yeah, when I go on Facebook, ninety five percent of the people on there are just like other comics or like entertainment people and it's all just like either here's what gig I just got or here's why the world is terrible. Well, and, and it's, that's you it. know, just Danny, it's interesting because we, the life we do lead and if we're around each other a lot, that's the language that we know, which is a social media language. There's a certain, uh, we see, we know it as work, just what we were talking about. And you're right. Our friends outside the world, like they're just like, what yeah. do you mean? I don't you're, get it. Like, like they were asking me who shut down my show. And then I was like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was like those Antifa people. And they were like, what's that? 
And yeah. I was like, I'm like, you never even heard of that, really? I'm like, yeah. and then I was like, and then I was asking, you know, like there was that that protest in Boston mm-hmm. that happened like a few, like three weeks ago, and I was like, I kept like, because people kept asking me, and I was like, I kept being like, yeah, there was this protest in Boston, the Antifa people, and they're like, what happened in Boston? I'm like, you didn't even hear about that. I'm like, I'm reading way too well, much. Yeah, news. But people with kids, <laughs> no, people with kids don't know anything. Kids and families and love. Well, you know, John, that's yeah. Just- <laughs> All the things we'll know. They don't have to fill those dark pit inside of them with news. We'll talk more on Inside Jokes. (laughs) Talk Radio AM 640. I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today is a trend for renters. It might be a good time to buy. Good rental properties are scarce, and rents are on the rise, but the mortgage rates remain low. And with the recent downtick in the market, some of the home prices are leveling off. So now may be a good time to at least investigate the buy versus rent calculation and start building your own equity versus paying down someone else's mortgage. Call or email me with any questions. Call Holly at HGP at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio, AM 640 at HD Radio. Deep Thoughts <laughs> with Jack Handy and Barry Taylor. Yeah. Barry was giving us some deep insight about love and lack of, and that's how we get comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Take away the love. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Barry Polishuk. Are you going to still... Uh, Danny Polishuk. Yeah, that... Who I said? Barry? Yeah, well, you combined you them. Combined like, us yeah. like Hollywood Transformer. Yeah. Are you going to create more um, um, shows that nobody, is, people are going to shut down? Uh, well, we're, <laughs> we're, we're doing the reboot of the show, hopefully November 11th, if I can find a suitable venue. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping people won't protest because it's a comedy show for charity. Do but a flash it, mob. Give it, you should give it your contact now in case anyone listening has a venue. Yeah, you can just yeah. find me. Just The best thing is Twitter or Instagram at Danny Jokes, yeah. and you'll find out when the new show is. But we're hoping for November 11th. Coffee house, whatever you got. What do you got, Barry? Um, Comedyrecords.ca. We've got some sweet releases coming up. Yeah. Really good ones, but you can't, can't talk, talk about, about them yet. But All right. Actually, the one I can say is we've got... The new Running at the Mouth album is out September 22nd. Nice. It's awesome. uh, Marita Lopez and his crew. He's so funny. Very, very good Dean, stuff. don't you got one of those life hack situations? Yeah, a life hack's coming out uh, this fall. And just hit up uh, talkhole.co for yeah, that and for all my shows coming yeah. up. And our, some of our we got some new shows on there. And, uh, of course, uh, tindertales.ca. Okay, well, thanks for your hard work. Thanks, Alicia Carusi, my niece uh, and my manager. And my producer, thank you. No, and uh, Courtney, love you, long time, and Techie Tom, thanks to all you guys. Uh, please go to santacruci.com for more stuff. And um, I'll be, uh, watch out for my blog coming out on q107.com and um, edge.ca. Uh, my, as soon as my niece writes it on my behalf, it's going to be up there, okay? So take a look for it. I'm Santa Cruci. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, it's Techie Tom, and it's time for your weekly listings. Don't miss Punchlines in the Paint, Saturday, September 23rd at In the Paint, downtown Toronto at Richmond and Spadina, and JFL 42 returns to Toronto. Check out JFL42.com for all of the 42 artists. And, of course, check out the latest releases coming from Comedy Records, comedyrecords.ca. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto, and we're from the comedy troupe The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show Frantic Times, or our TV show The Frantics, Four in the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times. It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast, and start downloading the best of frantic times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now for your comedy RX, this week featuring Danny Polishek. My friends are uh, they're having twins. They're having two baby girls, which is cool. The best part though is how they found out that they're having because you know you get a sonogram, right? And you you find out that's what normal people do. What uh, they did. It's amazing. What they did is that they got their sonogram, but then instead of looking at it, they sent it off to a bakery. And what the bakery does is they make you a cake that's either pink or blue on the inside. And then you have this party and you cut the cake and you find out the sex of the kid. That is the whitest shit I have ever heard of in my entire life. Like, it honestly just goes golf and then gender reveal cakes. Like, a close second behind. Like, I just want to start a prank version of that business where I make every cake chocolate cake. Another amazing Comedy Rx to wrap up our show. Thanks again, Dean Young, Techie Tom, and our intern, Courtney, for all the help. And you can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Sandra underscore Carusi. Or on Facebook, Santa Cruz Official. And uh, check us out on social media for the show at Inside Joke 640. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Santa Cruz, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.